Welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz, and at the end of round six, the very final pick of round six, the Seahawks get their first wide receiver off the board, taking Freddie Swain out of the University of Florida. He's a speedy slot receiver, 4-4 speed, the type of guy who meets all the measurables that they tend to look for at the wide receiver spot. And here to talk about it is the editor from Roll Bama Roll, Brent Taylor. We were talking SEC football, and here we go, SEC heavy, including Swain. Hey, Brandon. Thank, thanks for having me back. Uh, no, no Alabama guys here. Uh, still, still hoping to see Matt Womack, but the big offensive tackle. Yeah, did he about. go anywhere? He has not been signed to my knowledge yet. I've, I've seen a rumor that he's talked to the Steelers, mm. but so far he's, he's still available. But yeah, uh, Freddie Swain, interesting guy. So I remember uh, probably two or three weeks ago, you, you know, a lot of people around Seahawks Twitter have been all about Van Jefferson out of Florida. Yeah. So I was like, all right, all right, I'll, I'll watch some Van Jefferson. And I, I kept noticing Freddie Swain a few times and was like, all right, I'm going to have to go watch this guy. Yeah, it does feel like when you get into watching tape on on one player, a lot of times another guy will jump out at you. And got, I think of uh, one of those guys for me was watching a little bit of Zach Bond and uh, seeing the other linebacker or uh, show up and uh, he ends up going undrafted. But uh, it, it is funny how you pick up on certain guys watching tape of the other players. It happens even watching high school kind of stuff too. So I deal with a lot of high school recruiting into college and you'll see it. And, and even the coaches do it too. You'll see they go to recruit one guy to school and end up go, going with a different, totally different position. They're like, yeah, never saw this guy until I, I went there. Well, one of the things that jumps out to me about Freddie Swain playing uh, slot receiver and having special teams experience. I think back to last year with John Ursua, the guy they drafted in the seventh round and you know, maybe having some higher expectations that he might be able to come in and compete right away. He ends up finishing the season with just one catch. I think what they're looking for here is if, if a guy like Swain can come in and compete, play that, that same type of role that John Ursua played, but also contribute on special teams, that would definitely give him an edge going into the 2020 season. Well, I think Swain's main advantage over John Ursua is that he's not about to retire. <laughs> You're in on this too, are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it's all over Seahawks Twitter. It, it's everywhere. I thought it was a small corner. I, I didn't realize you were a part of this corner, Brent. Oh, hey, I, I lurk everywhere. <laughs> I, I don't comment a lot, but I lurk. 265 yards for uh, Swain in his 2018 season. Five touchdowns, though. So 14 receptions, five touchdowns. Uh, that's a, a pretty crazy ratio. 38 reception, 517 yards for Swain. Seven touchdowns in 2019. And uh, were there any memorable things that stood out for, for you while you were watching uh, a little bit of Swain? So the fir first thing I went to was this game against Auburn. Um, Auburn's a team that plays a very aggressive, kind of a like 2012, 2013 Seattle style coverages. Mm. So that, that's a lot of kind of press and bail and then a very, very much a toe the line of pass interference on every route kind, <laughs> kind of mentality. Uh -huh. uh, and, you know, that's just how they do it. So uh, that was one that's a very good, uh, I thought it'd be a good one to watch. So Swain definitely made a few plays. And my favorite one, so he got a, I think he got one or two touchdowns. One was a pretty long one, but there's a different play where he kind of goes across the middle 
and does this weird he he kind of makes these weird route moves that i don't even know what they are and sometimes it works and sometimes he ends up running into his defender <laughs> but he made this one move he kind of went across the middle faked right and then just stopped and saw his quarterback was starting to move and he gave this funny little head fake and went back left and just shook the dude and so, so that was fun and i think that where that can translate is i'm not sure he's got a lot of the timing down for any sort of quick timing routes kind of passing game. Mm-hmm. But hey, I mean, Russell Wilson doesn't throw that anyway. Right. But the ability to kind of get open after a few seconds and freelance it a little bit and then get open, sit down in its own, that that impressed me. That That's kind of where I'm seeing, hey, he could be a wide receiver six kind of guy. Well, and too, when you think of the type of offense the, the Seahawks run, like you mentioned, a lot of times the play breaks down and you have to rely on people getting open. And so when I read Lance Erline's scouting report on Swain, reading that Swain is a, a, a quote unquote freestyle route runner, then that was uh, that was something that told me that, hey, yeah, he might not be a guy that that runs you know, crisp NFL routes. But maybe once a, a play starts to break down and having that four four speed. Maybe that's a guy who can stick on the roster if, like I said, he has value on special teams as well as as can have some kind of impact in the receiving game. Right. Well, I mean, that's what Doug Baldwin was early on. It was very much, I mean, kind of unrefined route runner. He was very good at it, but it wasn't that the NFL level that we ended up seeing later. The funny thing with Swain, I kept watching him and I'm like, this guy looks just like playing intramural football. Got just, you know, at, at college, just played some intramurals and this one dude that's better than everyone else, but isn't exactly like a polished college player or anything. That, that's what he kind of looks like. Just he's out there having fun. The, the other thing I liked about him is that he can, he, he can pick up some yards after the catch. So they, they throw him screens and he's got the ability in punt returns. And I think that's something that Seattle's really been missing the last couple of years. Yeah, and that was, I think, when I was hoping that the Seahawks were going to take receiver potentially earlier on the draft. I was looking for somebody who who could be more of that playmaker at the receiver position. And, and while I think, I think Swain has an opportunity to make an NFL roster, I don't think anybody looks at him and says, you know, there's a guy that we need to make sure that we get in, hit the ball in his hands and, and kind of as a weapon, like you would maybe look at some of the re- receivers that were taken in rounds two or three of the draft. Right. Yeah, that, that third round pick that we gave up for Daryl Taylor would have been nice for a receiver. <laughs> you that one that one stung a little bit for you, huh? It did. Um I like Taylor. I think he can he has a lot of potential. Yeah. It I did not like trading that much capital for him. He's still just a an athlete with okay production, but hasn't really put it together. So uh we'll we'll see. As a Seahawks fan, what was your favorite pick uh, from all three days? You know, I actually really liked Jordan Brooks, our first round guy. I didn't had no clue who he was. Uh-huh. I looked at it and I said, huh? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I ended up thinking about it all night. And I was like, you know, this guy can, he'll really be able to fit well in the NFC West. So Arizona's over there with Kyler Murray and Kenyon Drake. That's just a bunch of speed going outside yeah and he, he had a lot of a lot of experience spying quarterbacks so i was like all right so good fit against arizona the rams 
absolutely killed us with wide receiver sweep plays all over the place. And that's, again, right where Jordan Brooks can be a big help. And then the 49ers are a power run team. So he can be big there. So even if it, he may be a liability in passing coverage, like, like a lot of people say, that's still six games a year, and the six most important ones, mm-hmm. that I, I think he can be a big contributor. He's Brent Taylor, editor of Roll Bama Roll. Brent, a big thanks once again for coming back on the show and taking a look at one of the guys from your conference. And we'll be taking a look at more of these players at fieldgoals.com. Check out the website there. Tune into the podcast. Subscribe, sbnation.com slash NFL podcasts. And we'll be back to talk about more Seahawks draft coming up. And until then, go Hawks.